Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Max, holding you captive again until 6 o'clock for Paul and Joy. I got a question for you, 651-461-9226. Today on Good Morning America, they fe- they featured a local family, the Santuli family. Danny Santuli went away to college last year at Missouri. As a freshman, uh, part of a fraternity uh, situation, they, they did the hazing routine, uh, forced him to drink beer and vodka, and he is now deaf and blind, and um, they, they don't know the prognosis, uh, if he'll ever come out of this or where he'll come from it. Uh, so they featured him today on, on Good Morning America. They featured his family, this poor family that's dealt with this for, for the last uh, 10 months. I, I thought hazing was a thing of the past, I guess. Maybe I'm not up to speed, but... To me, that's got to be one of the stupidest, most ridiculous rituals invented and perpetuated over the years is that there's some form of this is going to prove that you're tough if you can drink three beer bongs and down some vodka. And now this kid and I'm sure that fraternity uh, are um, are in a bad, bad place because of it. And and I, I thought to my, you know, you used to hear in, in, in football standard hazing, first-year players, freshmen in college, all that stuff, most of them have gone away with most of that stuff because there's no upside to it. But I hear this story of this young man, and he happened to work out. He's Eden Prairie kid. happened to work out at the health club where I did. I'd seen him playing basketball from time to time. I don't know him or his family. And, and I say, how sick are we that we still allow for this, that, that this is still part of the, the culture of colleges and, and, and other places as well? that you can haze, that you could force people to, to drink beyond what they should drink. Uh, I, I don't know that anything good comes out of that. And I just felt so bad when you saw this family this morning uh, telling their story. You, know, you send your kid away to college, and the next thing you find out is that he's been forced to drink so much beer and so much vodka uh, that puts his life in danger, and, and now he's living in almost a vegetative state because of it. Has anybody out there been hazed like that? Has anybody out there participated? I guarantee you nobody will tell us that they were part of a problem, part of the, one of the people that, that, that forced the issue. Uh, but is hazing still alive and well? Does anybody have any inside information or recollection, maybe in recollections of when you were in college or high school or wanted to join the team in a hazing situation that occurred? Um but if we're going to pass legislation, I wish they'd pass legislation to just ban hazing. I, I, I don't see any ups. I don't see where anybody looks good when you make people look bad. I don't see where you come out on the other side and, and you're tougher. And you know, guess what? I drank twelve beers in uh, two hours, so therefore I'm I can be part of this fraternity. I mean, what is that proof? Proves you get a weak fraternity. Six five one four six one nine two two six.
651-461-9226. Have any of you participated or been hazed in your life? Have any of you been the victim of it or part of it? Um, maybe you witnessed it. But when you see this family and you, know, you send a kid away, and I just remember him being an athletic-looking, good-looking kid, and uh, like I said, I didn't know him. Um, and the next thing you know, you hear this about him. And obviously, every once in a while, you hear something like this. Yeah, think about what happened at Proctor High School. Uh, it changed a couple lives, didn't it? And, the, and and the young man that was involved is in all you know, his legal issues are you know, but but it's, it's not just legal. It's his life, I'm not going to say it's ruined, but it's done damage beyond. And then I think about, and I doubt anybody will will text in or call. Hey, were you ever in a situation where you could have stepped in? when you saw the wrong thing being done and you didn't, or you did. Because those consequences can be high too sometimes if those are your friends that are creating the chaos. And you have to make that split-second decision as to whether or not you do the right thing but the unpopular thing. But when I saw this family today, it just, it it irks you, it angers you. Something that didn't have to be. Because a bunch of knuckleheads down at the University of Missouri decided that, that that's the way they were going to do business. How stupid is that? And it's not just Missouri. I'm sure this goes on at many other colleges. But what do we know about it? Yeah, are, are anybody out there in tune with it? Have you heard of? I mean, is, is there a buzz like, hey, if you go to this school and join, join this fraternity or this sorority, look out because you're going to have to, you know, run naked through the, uh, by the state capitol at midnight with a pillowcase over your head or something like that. I don't know. But I thought we were phasing this out. I thought we had gotten smarter than this. I thought we were better than this. And then I hear this this, this story that you just, you, you know, his, his life, I don't know. He's still in jeopardy, certainly not in the state. And, 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 and he just went away wide-eyed and, and, you know, ready to make his name in college and have fun and all those things. And then before you know it, they're forcing you to drink beer and drink vodka and all those things. And, and, <laughs> and your family and everybody else, everybody that's involved in it. I mean, this has to be one of the dumbest things that I've ever heard that is allowed to go on. Under the heading of focus on what you can control, hazing, I just don't get it. I don't get while certain groups think that if we do this, it makes us look tough or it makes us look cool. I don't understand that leap. I don't understand where that comes from unless it's massive insecurity and you're saying we're so tough that we drank 24 beers. Uh, each one of us, between uh, eight, 8 at night and 4 in the morning, that's how tough we are. I, I don't see that. I don't get that. And I'm wondering how prevalent this is out there. If you could help us, please do. 651-461-9226. Uh, here's a text that we got. Hazing, a thing of the past, question mark. Are you nuts, question mark. Ask how many kids have dropped out of the Air Force Academy because of hazing. It certainly isn't a thing of the past. Um, yeah, I mean, you hear about these things, service academies and everywhere else once in a while. And you go, where did this come from? How can this be allowed? Is, is this a situation where the, 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 the people in charge don't know? Or or, or is it something where um, uh, the... Uh, uh, you know, I mean, are they doing it on this and the QT are they doing it? But, but what gets accomplished from this? You watch the video on Good Morning America. Tell me what gets accomplished from this. Oh, yeah, we're going to drink a bunch of beer bongs. And that means that we're really tough. Um, and then we're going to brag about it. And that's the initiation to get in here. Really? 
Um, let's go to Gigi on line one. Gigi, you're on. Okay, when I was in, I was in seventh grade, and I this there was a little boy on our bus. His name was Mikey Gunder, and he had this little bee in. He was so proud of this bumblebee. He had, you know, wasn't he was a little bit developmentally developmentally um, affected, and he was so proud of this bumblebee. And I wa- I saw him get up in a group of kids that were taking that jar, and they were shaking it. And I did not step in, yeah. but I'll tell you, walking past that, it, that changed my life, and it changed the life of my three boys, because I told them that story, and they have never walked by and let somebody else hurt someone else. That made such an impression on me as a kid, and then I've been able to share that with my kids, and I know it's it's rippled through, so we have to have people that will stand up and and say no we're not going to let this happen i agreed and i can i can hear the emotion in your voice and i appreciate you taking the time to call in Gigi. but at least you took a bad situation and turned it into a good and i think that's all we can do you know uh let's take a break when we come back there's there's another issue going on here as it pertains i guess education this is an extension of education we talk about hazing uh but the kids in minneapolis are still going to school and I'm not quite sure what you get out of it. You know, they'd extend it because of the the um, uh, teacher strike, and so now they're in. It's not summer school. This is just school. And I'm wondering if there's much value to sending kids to school on beautiful days when all the other school districts are not. We'll catch up with one of the parents and ask just that when we come back. Mike Max in for Paul and Jordana on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Welcome back. Mike Max in 3 to 6 on News Talk 830 WCCO. And, of course, it's the rubber game. We didn't know we'd say that going in yesterday at this time. The rubber game means that it's a deciding game of three-game series. Each team has won one game. We didn't know the Twins would win one game, and they did last night 8-1. to one, And now they play again tonight against the Yankees. It's the rubber game. So whoever wins the game wins the series. Right here on WCCO, we'll bring it to you. In fact, one of the team doctors for the New York Yankees, a guy I've known for a long time, he's from here. Um... He's from here, and he's uh, he, uh, you know, he he works with. What's it like to work with the Yankees? He's also very innovative about COVID and sports and everything else. We're going to visit with Dr. Robbie Sicka on today's show as well. I just had lunch with him last week, talking about a number of different sports topics. Just you know, I'm always networking and talking to different people because that's how you end up with, with good guests on your show. And and he's one of them. Shannon Gidley is a Minneapolis parent, and. Um, she has extended time with her kids in school, as do all of them. The teacher strike means that school's been extended into the summer. She's in the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Paul and Jordana talked to her earlier when the, when the teachers were on strike. And at that time, I think people said, how are you going to get out? Well, you got to work. You got to go to school so many days. And at that time, I'm not so sure that it really hits you until you get to the summer that says, that's right. We got to be in class when we don't want to. Uh, but that is the owner. That's where it's at right now uh, to get the deal done that they wanted. Shannon, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, it's Shannon Gibney, actually, G-I-B-N-E-Y. Gibney. Yep. Gibney. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like Gid yeah. and then a knee. No, G-I-B as in boy and as a no E-Y. Gibney. 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 Yes. I don't, David, right. that now doesn't even resemble Gibney. The note that I have here. Okay. 
<laughs> but the point is, you're a parent of a Minneapolis school kids. That's what we're, that, that's the big piece of this, right? That is the big point. Okay, that so what's it like now? Up. The weather gets nice. Everybody else is dismissed. Uh, everybody's gone home except the Minneapolis school district. What, what, what is it going to be like this week and next week for you and your family? Um, you know, it's not really that big a deal. Uh, they had to add 42 minutes on to the end of every school day already. That which, would suck. Um, I think that. Well, that's already a bigger deal for a lot of families, you know, in terms of like people having to shift their work schedules for childcare and stuff like that. Um, I think the last two weeks uh, for our family was not a big deal. Um, I had my son signed up at the Adventures in Cardboard Camp. Uh, I have a sixth grader at Anderson and a first grader at Bancroft. Um, And so that's like his favorite camp. He was so excited uh, to do that. Um, But then they had to bump that camp to then the end of the summer, um, right before uh, Labor Day. Um, And so that was not really a problem for us. Um, Other families have a different situation. We have good friends that um, their uh, uh, brother is getting married in Ghana. Um, And so that that would be problematic. Yeah. Yeah. So they have plans for a year to leave, you know, and so they're just like, yeah, we're we're gone. Um, My son came home and he had this is about maybe a month ago. And he had this piece of paper that said, um, my child doesn't have to come to school for the last two weeks of school. Um, And then if I signed it, he wouldn't have to be there. Um, And basically, that's because they knew the Minneapolis Public Schools administration and staff knew that, yeah, there are a lot of families that have this situation where they already had uh, summer plans. And so they don't want to put the families and the kids in a situation where they're missing kind of like vital schoolwork in the last two weeks. Um, I sort of just looked at my son and laughed and said, you will be in school. Um, <laughs> he said, well, you brought it home just in case, Bob. <laughs> yeah, totally. He was like, I was trying to help you out, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, thanks for your help now. Um, so, so, but he said, he's been trying to, you know, uh, uh, lobby uh, to not go to school because he's like, they're just going to have us do like watch movies and like whatever. I'm very familiar with that lobby. Yes. I understand how that works. Yes. 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 He just, he's been constantly. There's no point, Bob. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And my daughter, I mean, first grade is like, you know, you're just like constantly learning stuff. Yeah, she doesn't even know you're not supposed to be in school, right? Right. Exactly. Right. And, um, you know, last year she was in kindergarten virtual during like the height of the pandemic, which is was a complete disaster. Uh, we were at dinner uh, a little while ago and she just said nonchalantly, you know, I learned nothing in kindergarten, mom. Yeah. I learned nothing because you can't learn anything on a screen. The only thing that I learned in kindergarten was when my grandmother sat down with me at the our desk, our new desk and taught me my ABCs. And so for her, um, it, you know, she wants to be in school all the time. My son likes school, but you know he'd rather be at home playing. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not mad about school. He just, if he, give it a choice, he's got other things he'd rather do. I get that, you know. But 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 it yeah. almost sounds to me though like I mean, uh, uh, this is a bit of a charade. It's like we we re- realize a whole bunch of kids aren't going to be there. We're, we're not really getting into the academic part, but we have to do this to fulfill a requirement with the state more than anything else. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think that it's it's sort of everybody's kind of in a bind. And I mean, I, I felt, you know, there I feel for sort of all sides. Uh, there are a lot of people that were really angry when they were like, oh, we have to go for, you know, an extra two weeks. And I'm just like, but what did you think was going to happen? You know, like the state, yeah. like law, the state has a certain number of contact hours that they have to have, you know, the kids have. Right. And so 
Um, I mean, I, my position is even if it's not like perfect learning, my kids will be learning stuff when they're in school. Um, and because for me, school is not just about the academics. Like, no, no, they're, they're with other kids. You're having lunch with. There's some things there that you can yes. only get in that and gathering. I get that. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how bad yeah, was so it when they were when they were out on, during the strike? How bad was that in terms of you know you didn't know when it was going to end and you had your kids at home all of a sudden. That was so stressful for parents. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I know it was so stressful for teachers. We have there's you know, and I don't want to uh, say that the two things are mutually exclusive. There's a lot of parents who are also teachers, and you know, so I mean, it was just really rough. Like at the beginning, I think all of us were like, you know, supporting. Of course, we want teachers to get paid what they what they should be paid. Teachers have been through everybody's been through HELL uh, the past uh, two and a half years, but teachers yeah. have really been on the. Front yeah, you can line. even say so, it on the air here. Yep. Okay, so yeah. I mean, yeah. So we, but also at the same time, it's like wow, uh, schools around the the, the state are uh, you know just don't have the money. They don't have the money for things like uh, special ed. Special education is not being funded. You know, and so. It's like, and then meanwhile, we have this $9.3 billion quote-unquote surplus that is just sitting there because the legislator just said, like, we can't agree. Right? It's just really unnerving. So it, the whole thing was just really uh, demoralizing, I guess, because it, it just was like, can't people figure this out? And it's like, no, they can't. They don't have to because we put no pressure on them. Everybody just sits in lobbies, and everybody wants the money. Everybody's got their hand out. And, yeah, it just... Um, even when we have good situations, they turn bad, you know? It just, it was just, so, yeah, because we didn't know when it was going to end, and then all of us parents sort of used our, our social goodwill to help out with child care, yeah. you know, um, during, and, and then it was like, we got to week three, and it was like all the Minneapolis public school parents I know were like, we're done. Yep. Our kids need to be back in school. Yep. We need to get back on track. I don't care. Like, this cannot continue. This is this is not good for anybody. No. Um, so, yeah, so it was, that was really hard. Um, and so this is much better than that. Let's, right. let's put it that way. Well, Shannon Gibney, we appreciate it very much. And uh, hang in there and... Uh... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It was refreshing to hear some of those. They they must have a coalition, young boys, because that sounded almost (laughs) verbatim to some of the stuff that I've heard. So they they, they must share this information. When you go home and you see your mom, say this. If it's your dad, say this. But either way, the bottom line is you don't need to be in school. (laughs) Thank you, Janet. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You bet. Uh, I don't know what you – I don't – I, I don't if if your goal is academics, I don't think you can get much out of sending kids to 
uh, to school in June, especially when they're looking outside, they're walking there. It's nice. Not in Minnesota. I mean, you know how it is. We just we're so amped up for these days and these few months. Uh, if you think that, that, that they are served well, uh, text us or call us 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. I just don't like to see the kids uh, be playing ping pong because, uh, you know, because somebody couldn't come to, to you know, they, they could, the sides couldn't come together in a deal. So now, okay, we're going to change your summer as well. I, 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 don't, I, I know they have to do it, but it feels to me like this is just a, an obligation that everybody wants to get through. And then once we get through it, then we'll move on and we'll do the next. And, and, doesn't sound to me like that's real intense learning. 651-461-9226. Text us or call us anytime. When we come back, the opposite of that. How about the great outdoors? Where can you access in this great state for free? We'll tell you when we come back. Uh, here's a text referring to uh, going to school in the summer. It says, what about those places that have year-round school? They go to school during the summer months. Uh, I don't know that those exist anymore unless you go to summer school by choice. You know, sometimes if your kids need extra help or, you know, maybe they want to partake, take a class, you can go to summer school. But I, I don't think there's any – if there is, let me know. I, I don't think any school has that curriculum built in where they, they go the same amount of time but they stagger it and they go X amount of the weeks in the summer as well. They used to experiment with that. I don't know that it, that exists anymore in Minnesota, call us if you know, or, or text us if it does, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Yeah, I mean, you can go to summer school generally if you need some help, but I don't think that schools are structured that way. I think they tried that years ago, and I, and I haven't heard of any schools that uh, uh, that still do that. Joining us are the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Sarah Burhall, the Public Relations Supervisor of the Minnesota Parks and Trails, the DNR, and uh, here come here game on, Sarah, game on right now, man. Yeah, huh? come on now. Now Memorial Weekend is obviously when we kind of kick things off and campgrounds begin to come to life in the state of Minnesota. Was that different yeah. because it was it was cold and rainy? It was cold and rainy, and um, we also know that a lot of kids have finished up their their school years here in the, yeah. the weeks right after Memorial Day, so. Um, school's out, and it's a great time to get out um, into Minnesota State Parks. What do you need to know about a state park if you haven't been to a state park before? Um, we have 75 of them, and that means that the vast majority of Minnesotans live within 30 miles of a state park. And we have all kinds of opportunities of different things to do in state parks. So whether you want to do something that's a real physical challenge or you want to relax by a beach or have a family picnic, there's something for everybody. And so state parks, for people not familiar with it, first of all, some of the fundamentals, there is a sticker that you buy to have a pass. Now, you do have a free state park day coming up, right? We do. Um, We have four free park days every year, and June 11th is our summer free park day, which coincides with National Get Outdoors Day. So, so that means you could just show up and go to work. That's right. You can get into the state park for free. No vehicle permit is required. And we hope that people will come and have a great time and want to come back. And for folks who want to come back to state parks, a daily pass is $7, or you can get an annual pass to come have as many adventures as you want over the course of the year for $35. Sarah Burhau is our guest. She's the assistant uh, Public Relations Supervisor of the Minnesota Parks and Trails for the DNR. Okay, let, let, let's talk about some of the activities that you can do once you get inside a park. Let's start with fishing. If there's a river or a lake inside a state park, you can fish it, correct? 
That is right. And many of our state parks don't even require a fishing license for Minnesota residents. I didn't know that. I thought it was where you went, you had to have a fishing license. You don't. You don't. At some. some. I would say most. Yeah, check with your local um, dealers, right? Right. At state parks where a body of water is contained within the state park, um, then a fishing license is not required. Okay, as long as it's inside. I didn't know that. So, so if you want to fish inside a state park, and, and, and you can check, the, I'm sure there's a profile of the state park that tells you whether or not there's a lake accessible, et cetera, right before you go. You don't just show up with a pole and start walking around trying to find one. Make sure that it's got a body of water, right? Yes. A great place to learn that information is the DNR website. If folks want to go to mndnr.gov. Um, they can learn about all of the state parks, and each park's webpage will say whether or not that's a park where you don't need a fishing license to fish. Yeah, be careful. You know who Ron Shira is, right? Yes. Yeah, so Ron, Ron's going to be on later. And, and we were going out fishing one day in, in western Minnesota, and there's a guy out in – with a, he had a boat, and he's in the middle of a plowed field, Sarah. And he's casting, he's fishing in the plowed. Can you believe this? So I look at this, I got, you know, because it brings me back. I'm, you know, I don't know if you need a license or not to fish in a plowed field. And he's casting, and obviously he's not catching anything in the plowed field. And I said, Ron, look at that guy. He looks over and, he, and he, he's kind of taken back. And I said, Do you think we should go out there and tell this guy he's sitting in a boat fishing in the middle of a plowed field? He's not going to catch anything. Should we go out there and tell him? And Ron said, We can't. And I said, Why not? He said, We haven't got a boat. <clears throat> <laughs> so that's, you know, I, I don't know why I just, I thought about that because Ron's going to be on later. And, you know, that was, you know, kind of a funny moment with he and I that he didn't realize was funny. It's just something I wanted to share with the audience while it was still top of mind. Now, sure. Uh, if you want to camp in a state park, what do you need to know? Um, there are reservations required for campsites within state parks, and those can be made online. Um Camping has become very popular in the last couple of years, and so we do recommend um, making plans further in advance. So for folks who want to camp this weekend, um, you might get lucky and and find a cancellation that opens up a site. Um, But if you go to a a park this weekend on Free Park Day, check out the campsite uh, campsites while you're there and uh, maybe make a reservation for a future date. Now, are most of the people that camp at these parks, are they tents or are they campers that they're setting up? Some of each, um, probably more uh, campers and RVs than tenters, but um, we've found that even tent campers like to have electric sites these days because they want to charge their cell phones and yeah. and all kinds of things. So the electric campsites are in uh, really high demand. And, and there's always a restroom and showers accessible once you're at a campground, right? There are, yes. We got some flooding issues in northern Minnesota, and and, and some of this would affect uh, state parks and camping. Can you give us the guidelines for where you need to watch out for if you're planning on? Sure. What we always say is know before you go. So it's a good idea to check the park website. There are visitor alerts if there's anything in each park that's not accessible. Um, Most of the parks along the North Shore um, are uh, pretty much opened up after the flooding that they experienced uh, in May. Okay, so the state parks, uh, per se, are pretty open. Right. The only place where we have campground closures is up at Grand Portage State Forest. There are three of the campgrounds there that are closed right now because there are some road washouts that make them inaccessible right now. But that's the only place we have campground closures. Um, 
We do have one state park up on the Rainy River that has some trails closed because there's uh, still some flooding up there on the U.S.-Canada border. Can you run a boat and motor at a state park lake? I, some of them, yes. So it depends um, on, again, truck local listings again, right? Right. Yep. Okay. But but it's a possibility if there's a lake and and, and you just got to make sure you get permission. Because sometimes they don't allow boats or they don't allow motors, you know? Right. There are some that uh, don't allow, mo- allow motorized watercraft, but some of them do. And um, there are lots of public water accesses uh, from state parks. We've got any problem with bears right now because I'm seeing more and more of that grainy video uh, of bears. And I, I don't know if we've always had a lot of bears and it's just that people now have these, uh, uh, you know, everybody's got a camera on their doorbell and on their roof and all those things. So we're seeing them more uh, or, or if they are becoming more uh, domesticated, do we need to be more uh, alert or at least in tune with the bear? Um, being alert is always a good idea. I was up at Cascade River State Park over Memorial Day weekend, and we did have a bear um, in the campground there. Wow. Um, so we just want to uh, make sure that everybody takes care of the things that attract bears and um, make sure that your food and anything that smells like food is secure and not accessible, and that'll help um keep bears away from places like campgrounds. Um, if they don't smell things that smell really tasty to them, they're less likely to come into those spaces. And not all of them are polite. I mean, you know, it's not like Yogi where he'd say, hey, boo-boo, why don't we go to the forest <laughs> ranger and get a pig and egg basket? They're not all like that. <laughs> no, and some of them are real hungry. So it's... Uh, did, did you see this bear, by the way, or did you just hear about it when you were there? Um, I saw it when I was out on a hiking trail. I didn't see it in the campground, but I had heard that it had been in a campground earlier that day. So you, when you're hiking, you saw it? Yep. And it was as we were hiking back to the campground and saw it in kind of an open area and tried to take a photo of it, but it was a little too far away to get a good photo. But, um, well, he didn't My want anybody to capture an image. So they'd arrested him well. the next time he came into the campground if they had a picture of him and he probably knew that. Yeah, the the bear wasn't even close enough for my dog to notice that it was there, but but I did see it. Okay, it wasn't yeah. a real big one. So so what I'm hearing though in general is if you want to go camp in a state park, you want them to go camp in the state park. Just check there there is a free day that you can access. There there are waterways inside there. There are lots of things. You just want them to check their local listings to find out what they need to do, right? Right, and look at the state park maps and yep. see what there is to do at each park. Mountain biking, paddling, lots of things that we've got going on. Sarah, I appreciate your time, and I hope I was able to entertain you with a couple things I was able to spin into it there. (laughs) Yes, that was great. Thank you. You heard that, David. She said that was great. Thank you. More more great stories when we come back on WCCO. Welcome back. Mike Max sitting in. I I didn't get any texts. Nobody texted me and said, yeah, there's year-round school at this school. I, I don't think that exists anymore. Um. I know there were some models and some templates in place at one time, and they tried that as an experiment with learning, trying to, you know, how can you get the most out of a kid during the year? And I know Mora High School had that many years ago, and I, I know some other schools had it as well, where you'd go six weeks on, two weeks off, something like that throughout the year. But I don't know that that exists anymore. And I, and I just don't think, I don't see where kids sit in a hot classroom. I remember how much I hated a nice day in May. Of course, I didn't like it much in February or January. Either, now that I think about it. Um. Yeah, I, I just I I I I um. 
I, I don't I don't see where it serves as well. How are we doing with the state fair day? Is that going to be? I haven't heard a word about that. Is that going to be business as usual and just kind of return to or what? Uh, you know, it's interesting you asked. I reached out this week and yeah. I, I was unable to get to the bottom of that. I mean, I mean, I haven't seen times. the ad campaign yet, but nope. I, I guess maybe they don't roll them out until July. I don't know. And if I was a state fair, I'd I'd wait a while because things have changed. Yeah, you're probably in, right. In the last right? two and a half years, things have changed. Yeah, yeah so we quickly. we don't want to change. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden, on July 30th, we're changing the rules, huh? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, well, my guess would be they're all systems going less, right? That's my guess. Yeah, that's the way I would play it and just wait on the advertising. Lots of good stuff still ahead. Todd Walker tells us what's going on around town. Dr. Robbie Sicka from Minnesota works for the New York Yankees. I thought that tied in well because the Twins play the Yankees. See, I'm always thinking of you people. Stay with us at WCCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.